0: Welcome to Crispy Coated Robots Listens to an in-depth exploration into music's pinnacle recordings of the past. For this episode, Jim and George will discuss the debut album by Bruce Hornsby and the range entitled, The Way It Is.
1: Hey, it's Jim. It's George from the Crispy Coated Robots today. That's right. And we have another album to do, as we do all the time. You know, it's uh, what we do. We review albums. We have our podcasts. Those are the only two things we do. Then we just go home and go to sleep. (laughs) And we research albums, and we research things for our podcast. That's right. Well, it feels like it some days, yes. That's pretty much just what we do. Today, we have a great album from the 80s, uh, late 80s. The Way It Is is the debut album from Bruce Hornsby and The Range. Came out in 86, the fall of 86. I remember this pretty well because I was uh, headed out to college at Lamar and we would listen to uh, like a countdown rock show on the way oh, okay. Sunday nights. Yeah. And, and the way it is, it's the first time I heard the song. Okay, And the song was on the countdown for such a long time because it is a great song. And it's it, such a long song. Yeah. Was, oh, okay. Weeks on the countdown.
2: Yeah, yeah. It was not on there for- you know, Not that night that you Because
1: heard it. it really made an impact because the Bruce Hornsby and the Raiden sound uh, was something you didn't hear. It was kind of like you didn't hear besides like in the 70s you heard uh billy joel and you heard elton john yeah piano rock kind of disappeared in the 80s i mean who could you think of it like uh, a, a piano person that was like oh i gotta go see this well, 80s piano band
2: yeah I, I would say i mean you had steve winwood he's more i've always keyboards. think of him as a keyboardist organist uh from his blind faith and traffic and stuff but this, yeah, the the piano it is is very prominent mm-hmm. uh, throughout this. and um uh, with uh, with with what uh, Hornsby is doing and everything
1: so. and I, and I don't even know if the way it is the title track is the first single. i i I, I don't think it was the first single but the diff made the best impact, I think hearing what was going on in the piano. It just wasn't a piano, and I know you're a piano player, George, and I don't yes. want to keep on harping on this, but it just wasn't like play piano chords in an interesting way or oh, no. do some stuff it was some right. serious movement going on yeah here.
2: yeah definitely uh and were you asking the single that that was the second single
1: yeah because i thought the our, our first track on the western skyline might have been the first single i might be wrong no, on that, that too. wasn't a single oh wow <laughs> I'm, I'm really missing it here uh, yeah. uh but we'll, we'll get to the first single. why, we why don't there. we start the
2: show okay and then we can talk about the seek the singles and sequence
1: well let's get to on the western skyline because i think this is a great kind of intro because it's got a a powerful song it's got the the rock elements to it's a big opening yeah Yeah. big opening solid beat bold chords yeah it's almost like opening a movie like a big you know like a big old-fashioned musical like oklahoma i feel like this is kind of like pow in your face yeah nothing at all like oklahoma
2: (laughs) but you know what i'm saying no you're you're right it's it's very uh very big uh I want you to listen the chord strummed here sounds like uh the tubes she's a beauty uh when when it's just the chord strumming but uh nevertheless it this is a great opener
1: for a great album okay on the western skyline from Bruce Hornsby, in The Range,
0: The Way It Is, as the Crispy Coated Robots are with you. Listen to this great album. The staff of Crispy Coated Robots and Circus Joe Productions deeply and sincerely regret that hosts Jim and Georgia too cheap and financially insolvent to fork over the necessary funds for the music licensing for this episode. Should you decide, as we have, that their lack of commitment to this cause has put a proverbial burr under your saddle, and you want to hear the tunes discussed, please visit the hyperlinks provided in the episode notes. We apologize for this neglect and wanton travesty of a presentation. But seriously, what did you expect? Now on with the show.
1: Yeah, there it is. It was nice. On yeah, the yeah. Western Skyline. And, uh, the, you know, it's got some great guitar work in there, too. It kind of like matches up with what the piano is doing. And yeah, I think
0: everything
2: gets, gets a fair chance uh, with, with many of these songs. There's nothing that really just kind of dominates, uh, even though you might have, uh, you know, solos,
1: you know, from various uh, players. Uh, trivia question. What two videos does the Bruce Hornsby band appear in, and for what female artist who had two big hits in the mid-'80s? I'm going to say Pat Benatar and Joni Mitchell. No, I I have no idea. Both are seriously wrong. Yeah, well, (laughs) I kind of (laughs) guess. If you watch the Sheena Easton videos for Strut and Sugar Walls, the band in back of her is Bruce Hornsby in the range. Oh wow! Okay, and it's funny to see him play this type of music, and then kind of that. Well, kinda... but d- Bruce was a, a journeyman. He's a great, uh, great musician. Yeah,
2: he he played with uh, the Grateful Dead and and a lot of different groups uh, because he is so versatile. As we work our way through this album, you'll see that he's got
1: you know jazz influences rock a little bit of everything in here but so. you see the uh, i guess the kind of the the kind of pop funk of sheena easton and you see the the band in the background even, it, it is different even yeah. the bass player that has that kind of the yeah the, the <laughs> haircut that's you can't you know the 80s haircut you can't avoid uh they're like it seems like the director told them on the video get more into it dance a little bit when you're playing you know <laughs> so so if you see that you'll be because i every time i like if i look at that video on youtube it'll say uh in, there's Bruce Hornsby, you know, people will kind of look and see. Uh, But this next song is my favorite song on the album, Uh, Every Little Kiss. Now, this was the lead single. This, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, Yeah. and a nice little piano intro here, so... And you'll like it. So what what would this be called? Because this is kind of a... Uh, a staggered kind of slow piano before the kind of drums come in. It's got, what was that some, is is there a musical term? A Um, denouement or anything? It's called a piano intro. Thank you, George. Here's every little kiss from the way it is.
0: (laughs) Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes if you're into that kind of thing. We now return to Jim and George. There you go, my favorite yeah, song. I
2: like that little harmonica bit there at the end. That's kind of unexpected.
1: Really well produced albums. You know, sometimes the albums in the eighties were yeah. overproduced, but they seem like they could put just the right things in the right places. You know, we we
2: have uh, a producer here, a very famous producer that I want to talk about here in a little bit that produced three of the tracks, but I'm going to save it. Little teaser. Okay. Jim, you've taught me to tease the audience with very you know, nice. To, yeah. So we'll, we'll see if this works today. I'll, I'll probably forget. And then they'll be like, oh, that guy never said anything. Uh, about, but th- you know, I wanted to say this is hard to believe that this album is a debut release from a new group. Yeah. Cause it just yeah. sounds every track that we're going to listen to today. It, it, they fire on all cylinders and uh, very confident. In, what they're presenting to
1: their audience. And you know that, that last song, Every Little Kiss, uh, I don't even know where where the Watertown is, but that lyric and Day yeah, goes like down that. the what t- I I don't know where the Watertown is. It sounds like there's there's something magical happening. It was actually uh written
2: for uh it it was going to be Kevin Costner's Water World. Uh Watertown. <laughs> this
1: is but, absolutely no. Is, no, that's <laughs> not true. No. <laughs> no. Facts that are not true on this show. There's one. Um next song was another hit. Uh, Was this the third single? This was the
2: third single, Mandolin Rain. And uh, mandolins, for those of you that might not be familiar, you'll get to hear a lot of it in in this uh, recording. But they evolved from the lute family uh, instruments in Europe. So it's like a violin. It's a a soprano instrument. Really
1: high notes. And and we'll get to hear that uh, coming up. The lute family, if you're keeping score out there on your crispy-coated robots. That is a true fact. If you're keeping uh, your crispy-coated robots, if you've downloaded it off our website, we have the... Instrument chart, so just mark Loot Family for yes. <laughs> if you're following along in your scorecards. That's right, as and bassoon. Do, yeah. As we <laughs> do this show, that's a double-check mark there. We'll let you check. Good, you got it. Okay. All right, here it is, Mandolin Rain, the third track and the third single from The Way It Is.
0: Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes. Welcome back. Here's Jim and George once again.
1: Ah, did you... Did you you feel the man I, I had to get an umbrella yeah. yeah i think we all did we're listening to uh bruce Hornsby, being the range the way it is today on the crispy coated robot show it was a classic album from 1986 i always thought it was 87 but it's late in 86 it yeah. came out right and multi platinum status oh yeah. yeah you know so this is kind of like uh i guess the 90s had it but after the 90s uh you know, when things went to streaming and, and you know, f- free downloads and stuff, it's, you know, when you hear multi-platinum and stuff like that, it's quite an achievement, you know, to sell that many records uh, on your debut album. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I want to talk about this next song coming up, The Long Race.
2: Okay. Yes. okay. This is the guest producer on here, and do you know who it is? Uh, Bob Dylan. It is not Bob Dylan. Uh, it is, oh, do you want to keep guessing? Um uh, Phil Ramone. No. Okay. Once again, uh, Huey Lewis. Really? Uh, he produced three songs on this album. And in, uh, not on this song, but in a song that's coming up, he actually One sang, song sounds, when I listened to it, it sounded like Huey Lewis to me. He actually sings back up and plays harmonica. That's why. <laughs> uh, but the uh, this one, uh, it's a bit of a rocker. It's got a really strong beat. It's a, it's a
1: good track. Uh, and it's going to end uh, side one for us here. Side one? Here it is. The long race. Did I get that right? Yes. The long race on the way it is.
0: It's time once again to pause in order to check out the music. Here's Jim and George once again.
1: It's the Crispy Coat of Robots today. We're listening to Bruce Hornsby, The Range, The Way It Is. And that's the end of side one. So we're going to give you time to flip over your record. Thank you, George. Okay. okay. Record players ready to go for side two. Wait, wait. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you I got, got it. it. All
2: right. So this is going to be the second single. And probably the biggest hit. I I would say so. This is the song, when you think of Bruce Hornsby, uh, the old stuff, this is the song that you think of the way it is.
1: And this is a song, I think, too, if this song wouldn't have gone on to be the single it was. Because it was, uh, you know, I don't know what it charted single-wise, but the album... Uh, you know, one helped them win Grammy Award for Best New Artist, right, right? And like we talked about, Best New Artist for Bruce Hornsby, he was already in the industry playing well, background for all this yeah. stuff. But when you start a new band, you're a new artist, and uh, this song is just—it's uh, classic. I, I think it's—it's um, it's funny how the legacy of the has moved on too, because it's been sampled so much oh, too. Yeah. Um.
2: Yeah. E uh, uh, That's what I was going to say. Rapper E forty uh, sampled the song, and
1: then of course Tupac for changes after he passed yeah. away. Yeah. You know that was a uh, uh, a song that was a hit for Tupac. And so this song too, and it speaks about uh, equality and and uh, you know the lyrics and re- it recounts the Civil Rights Act of nineteen sixty four, and uh, you know just the just the way he sings it too. The the one part get a job. You know, it's yeah. just, it just a lot of stuff going on. And I think this is the one, too, that introduced you to Bruce Hornsby's, how would you call that? What's what's the piano of the term for the Is that just a piano solo? Is he doing some sort of piano Uh, break? Piano solo. He actually has two piano solos, kind of extended
2: solos, which is kind of interesting because this is the only track that he really lets it fly. Mm -hmm. uh, And again does two solos on it so it's a great way to kick off the second side of of this album with the title
1: track and the fact that it's such a big hit single and you have two piano breaks in it that's kind of interesting it's yeah. a it's a bold choice because it, at this time people wanted cut this cut that let's make a, a right. radio edit of it right. so but this yeah it's
2: a five minute song I, I don't know if it's the longest
1: song i guess mandolin rain is is over five minutes but uh which is another radio hit too yeah all yeah. right so here it is the way it is from the way it is as the crispy Carter robots listen to the way it is thank you george
0: please press pause now Welcome back. Here's more from Jim and George.
1: All right, the way it is. From the way it is, we're listening to the way it is with the crispy coated robots. And that is the way it is. <laughs> That's I always always like that. I I play that, uh, uh, you know, with one of my bands that I play with, and I play the harmonica. Does oh okay? Mimics the piano, so it's fun. To you play of, that those two piano solos on the harmonica. That's it's impressive. not note for note it's it's a harmonic interpretation that that has a <laughs> captures the feeling of the song okay, okay. I don't want you to come the, out and say oh, he missed a note it's supposed to be okay
2: i no i i appreciate you're you're capturing the essence of what the music is what doing. he was trying to so, do yeah.
1: okay and sure. in the the piano to me even though you it's technically technically really good it's got a good it's got an emotional feel to it I don't know i mean you might think yeah. not because it's so technically good what <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes things can be technically good. And well, I, I will things, say you know. there are
2: times that you you can be so technically perfect that the song, it, it takes all of the soul out of a song and it kind of comes becomes,
1: I guess, the opposite of what you want to do. And, and, and that's yeah, be more clinical, gets, like, not emotional. And my, my example is like these really technical great guitarists like Joe Satriani. The stuff is great. But, mm-hmm. you know, technically hearing it, it's it, it's perfect. And it's almost no, not – it doesn't have the emotion that somebody imperfect would play. That Not saying one's better than the other. No, I understand. It's just sometimes yeah. the emotion. So, yeah. okay. Now that that's out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> good, good to get that off your chest. <laughs> yes. Huh?
2: Thank you very much. On but too- no, there, there's – he carries the emotion with
1: his playing yeah. even though he is technically flawless yes so thank you very much that's what i was trying to say Saved us a lot of time there
2: yeah just just uh it's a shame we can't edit that
1: out <laughs> <laughs> <And> just, <laughs> say we can't <laughs> but it go is back what it is put that back in the bottle <laughs> as you know any
2: landing you can walk away from jim <laughs> <You> know, so <laughs> all right so on to down the road tonight and this is the one uh that huey lewis is going to do the backing vocals and play harmonica he did produce it uh so it's going to sound a lot like to me, a song that could have easily been on uh, Huey Lewis's album two years yes. before, Sports, mm-hmm. which uh, you know would be just a huge, uh, th- I guess the Huey Lewis style really yes. comes
1: through in, in this. So, so yeah, so we're not listening to Sports, but no. this is the way it is, and this is down the road tonight.
0: You know the drill by now. Pause here, listen to the track, and come back. Welcome back. Here's Jim and George once again.
1: Crispy Coda Robots, listen to Bruce Hornsby and the Range debut album, The Way It Is. And yes. we are up to the Wild Frontier, George. Yeah. The, again, this sounds like a tube song to me, which <laughs> it's I'd either l- tubes or Huey Lewis for you. That's I, where they
2: I, Yeah, this is b- both of them. Uh, but uh really the drums get to really let loose here uh at the end. Uh so yeah, this is another nice solid little rocker. Okay, here's the wild frontier.
0: Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes, if you're into that kind of thing. We now return to Jim and George. And that is The Wild Frontier from The Way It Is, Bruce Hornsby and the Range, the album
1: we're listening to today. And of course, this was a huge um, album in 1986. They won on tour in 1986 and 1987 uh you know a uh, successful tour for Bruce Hornsby it's kind of weird when you get your debut album is so big you can kind of go on a solo tour and still do like arenas and stuff like that it, it really says something for what you've accomplished with one album
2: yeah I think at the time you really didn't have and we said this a little earlier in the broadcast you didn't have a a frontman piano that was as prominent as this um because it had been a while since Elton John had really had something, or or Billy Joel in this respect, where the piano was equal to the guitar, uh, and again, just the sound of his voice was something a little different, fresh uh, sounding. Yeah. So um, very and, kind of folksy. And the you the know. band is just so tight and
1: and good. It's uh, so tight so. at times. It's like. The, the even the drums, it's I know it's a real drummer, but it sounds so like on like on uh, every little kiss that, yeah. that 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 sounds like it could possibly be programmed. Even the bass player, yeah, on some of this stuff is like you know, so per- technically perfect. You're like, yeah. is that programmed it's a in? Good group, it's yes. A good group. But we are up to the river runs low, yes. So, uh, you want to say anything about this or just give it a listen?
2: Uh, no, I, I like the lyrics of this one.
1: Uh, th- this is nice where, you know, I'll, I'll wait until the river runs high, you know, to be with you. And these last two songs are kind of very, um, you know, not, I mean, I won't say not radio friendly, but they're very kind of very nice. Um, what'd you say? Kind of a folksy piano-y down to earth.
2: Yeah, and and I like that the album started really big, and, uh, you know, we're definitely going to have another uh, foot tapper here in a moment, but you're you're right. These did not get uh, radio play, but they're not lesser songs because of it. Yeah. Here's The River Runs Low.
0: Please pause the device player now to review the audio file link in the show notes. Welcome back. Here's Jim and George once again. All right, we're listening to Bruce Hornsby in The
1: Range the Way It Is, and we're up to yeah. our final track. One the, more to go The Red Plains,
2: George. Yeah. Uh, this was actually on the flip side of the single, uh, Every Little Kiss. Uh-huh. So this was, you know, kind of joined with that. Uh, but definitely, again, another uh, foot tapper song uh, to go out on. And, uh, I think it's, I think it works. Yes. I think this album, there's nothing on this album that I would say, you know, oh, they, they were just kind of, you know, biding time on. Filling it. Filling you know, Yeah. Yeah. You know, but, uh, and this one, it's a nice way to go out. All right.
0: Let's listen to The Red Plains. This should be the last time that you have to pause this. I promise. And now, here are some final thoughts from Jim and George regarding this episode's selection.
1: And there's the Red Plains from Bruce Hornsby and The Range. We're listening to The Way It Is, the debut album. Let's go down the little uh, uh, facts here. The Way It Is, the song, was number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have Every Little Kiss going as high as number 14. And number three on the adult contemporary chart, Mandolin Rain was number one, adult contemporary number four on the Billboard Hot 100 and even on the Western Skyline tracked on the Billboard album tracks at number 6 reached. So, as you can see by that little example there, this did have a definite uh, impact uh on popular music back in 1986. Yeah, and what's interesting,
2: it was this album was originally targeted to the new age music crowd which was really big at that time. Yeah. And uh but as they started getting airplay on, on pop music stations they kind of revamped their strategy and it's like hey we're this is working out there and um so they even to the point i don't know if you know this but they changed the cover to be less impressionistic
1: to yeah where i'm it, looking at both diff- yeah the first cover is so the,
2: the one that we're playing today is the one that has the the sepia tone photograph
1: uh, of the band on it. yeah yeah um but uh so the other one was what i guess it does look like a new age album cover well the other one's kind of like a painting that's blurred I've,
2: I've seen it before it's it's a motion of a motion. it's not a photograph but a painting where he's i think playing where bruce is playing a an accordion but it's, oh, okay it's now it's kind it of blurred because he's moving really quickly yeah
1: it's uh, honestly it's not a good cover and it's funny too. They have the whole. Uh, it looks like New Agey, almost jazzy. That cover. Yeah. The other one does. And I didn't think the 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 cover we have that we know was great anyway. But it's a lot better than the cover they had. You know. <laughs> yeah. It it looks like somebody spilled coffee on the original cover. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> they tried to you know smear it off you know
1: well i had a good time listening to this one because that yeah. uh you know we we've, we listen to everything we've gone back to the 60s we've done uh prog rock we've done pretty much everything it's kind of cool to do an album like this piano based rock that really kind of no one like you just mentioned george no one expected to be the pop hit it oh, yeah. was and it was a yeah. one of the defining albums of the 80s so thank you for listening with us to the way it is and uh this is what we do. We have our podcast too at crispycoderrobots.com. Yeah, where we talk about top 5 lists for the
2: future. Yes, yeah, so uh cultural check. uh pop items everything.
1: Yeah, and and go to crispycoderrobots.com, you'll find out all about the podcast and we have merch and believe me, listen to the show on Tuesdays. You've never heard anything like it. <laughs> uh at le- listen to at least one just to see what we're talking about. It's it's a gateway to other shows. Listen to one. <laughs> and it's you'll, you'll be you'll be hooked you, you can't eat just one it's like lays potato chips yes yeah. so there you go there's our show for uh, today old still bag <laughs> all right of Lay- no no it's fresh <laughs> fresh and. Oh, chippy. okay yeah i'm sorry fresh. fresh so
2: until next time be well be kind find a way to invest yourself into other
1: people's lives every single day because that's the way it is jumping. oh man and oh, of course man. always listen to the mandolinary
0: this program has been a meaningless amalgamation of crispy coated robots under the direction of circus Joe Productions copyright 2021 all rights reserved copies of this broadcast transcript are not available because you should have been paying more attention to the show while it was playing you only have yourself to blame for that email Jim and George at crispy robots at gmail.com to inform them of what they got wrong and all the parts that you liked in the event that such a thing like that occurred and finally Be sure to check out Crispy Coated Robots on their free weekly podcast available every Tuesday at crispycoatedrobots.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. The future is counting on it.